Welcome back to the Pig Pod, everybody. And I can actually say welcome back for the first time this year because we had a one-week hiatus last week. Um, had a break due to personal reasons. Um, if you weren't aware of that, we posted it on our Twitter at pig underscore pod. So make sure you go check that out for all our announcements and whatnot. Um, but last week, it's been a pretty big week. Um, it was a shit week. It was a shit week. It was a shit week. Yeah, you guys didn't have too fun. Um, I only went on have a few. Too, fun. too much fun. Yeah. yeah so, there you go. You know, the mouth's a bit. Oh, God. Yeah. Wet. <laughs> anyway, uh, I'll start us off. Uh, hashtag sad pigs is what it was written on the pig pod Twitter. And I it think that perfectly on, sums yeah. up uh, Tim and myself. Uh, I had a shocker, and I swear to God, I keep copying stuff every second week. Like, this week, I know everyone caught Carnage, don't get me wrong. But not everyone had Zorko. Not everyone Captain Gorn. Not everyone even bought in Marchbank. Like, oh, butters. And then wines just sucked, and everyone sucks, I swear. Anyways. The against you, Spencer. The world is against me at the moment, but as I might have meant, I think I mentioned it in a previous pod, um, I've got a no anger and no freaking out attitude towards fantasy now, so... You won't see me get real angry, at least that's part of the plan. Uh, but yeah, I scored a 15.92. Wow. If, that's oh, huge, man. If you two are going to get a slap in a minute. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it dropped my rank, which had gone up a fair bit last week, significantly. Like, I'm talking 1,700 bots, so... Ooh. That's uh, not fun. Yeah. Well, at least think about it this way. 1,700 spots, that's a lot. But if you have a great week this week... You know, oh, no, it no, shows no. you how easy it is to get back up there. I will. I'm, you know, that's, I'm the, chasing positive attitude. that's the positive attitude you need. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't... Look, it's it's one week. The buyers do that to you sometimes, so I'm still kind of considering it all one big buy, one big week. So, yeah, it'll turn around. Um, plus three goes to Jack Crisp. Uh, he's kind of been a untalked about player in my team. Doesn't really get the plus three much, but I, in terms of consistency, this guy's... The, the goat. The epitome. The goat. I he mean, is the goat. Between him and Perryman, he's had one, two, three, four, five, really? six, seven hundreds in a row. So, oh, sorry, mate. We'll, we'll get to that later. <laughs> and he's had nine, uh, ten hundreds for the season out of uh, 13 games. So, he's been awesome. Had a 29 touch, four mark, six tackle game with a goal. I mean, it was just kind of a perfect game. Love that yeah, from him. Great player. Oh, he is. He's uh, a great player. Yeah, I mean, should be an all Australian team. As far as I reckon, but no, you shouldn't. Over Andy Brayshaw. Why did it have to be over Andy Brayshaw? <laughs> there are a few more players that will be in that team. Um, anyways, uh, my negative three. I had a, quite a few uh, options for this one. Your whole uh, team. Huh? Your whole team. Well, not everyone. I just gave a plus three to a bloke who's been great. I actually had one, two, three, four, five, six. Maybe do you count this? Oh, okay. Do you count a max score and double score as a hundred? No. No. Anyways. <laughs> sure, do not. Any, what any, the hell? <laughs> <laughs> anyways, uh, well, I'm just trying to maximise them hundreds. If I put it on Neil, I get less hundreds. I got a 250 from Brazier in that case. Oh, it's actually 240. That's You got 280. He's got 140, mate. I've got him a What are you talking right, about? Um, Ollie Wines. Now, he was... He started up all right. Started with 24 first, first quarter. Didn't have a great second. Brought it back in the third with a 30-odd. Uh, and he was sitting about the 64 mark at three-quarter time. And I was like, he could get to his 100 here. Just a like, bit of effort in the last quarter. I think the bloke scores eight points in the last quarter. He didn't get his 100. He kicked no, he a didn't. goal as well, didn't he? Yeah, he, he did, yeah. Goal. That was when you were watching it. Yeah, we were watching I the do, clubhouse yeah. And was like, oh, I wish I got in Ollie Wines. And I'm like, no, you don't. Look, yeah, no, he's, don't. he's a good player. And I actually still do really like having him in my team. Uh, but he's obviously just been disappointing the last couple of weeks. I think he'll turn it around. I don't know why his time on ground was so low. I think he just, I don't know, he just started, he missed half of the first quarter and then I guess it's hard to come back from that. So, big bounce back game from him. Hopefully, playing against the Swans, not easy, but I can see him turning it around for me. Mm. Um, yeah, I guess that moves on to me. Being um, knocked off the top, man. Yeah, I always knew round 13 was going to be my poorest round, but I did not expect this. With a score mm. of 1602. And a round rank of 28,000. Yeah, that's great. 28,000. Um, that's doubled my rank. Doubled? Doubled. So doubled. I'm now sitting at just inside the 1,200 mark. Yeah. Wow. Which is that's tough, man. grim. 
That is you know, cool. like, I thought I was going to climb through the buyers. Because someone has to climb through the buyers. Someone does. But um, people also have to make way for the people that climb. And I was unfortunately one of those people. Still got next week, mate? Still got next I week. Still, I do have next week. Um, only fielding 19 players. Did cop the Mitch Owens 11, which sucked. And then having the March Bank. I thought you didn't cop the Mitch Owens 11. Cause you're like, yeah, yeah, sorry, I meant like... Oh, he was on yeah, your team. Yeah, he was I on my team. Was on yeah, team. yeah, yeah. And then... Let's start negative. My negative three goes to Flynn Perez. Now you, that's a random one. That's a, that's yeah, a you weird, might be weird, wondering. That's a weird trade in from you. Why do you have Flynn Perez in your team? No, I don't. I decided to bring in Harry Perryman. He looked really good. He had a great first quarter. He was. He did have a great first quarter. Yeah, he was looking good. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, he's going to be on for a hundred. I'm going to be smiling. He's going to be a pod. But no, decides to get cracked noises. in the ribs. Goes to hospital. Thank you for telling me what an ambulance sounds like. You're welcome, mate. Wanted to rub it um, Yes, yeah, so that just sucks balls, doesn't it? Um, wasn't fun for you. No, it wasn't. I did cop a fair few average scores from mm. players on the round. I think every bit out of everyone did, mate. Yeah. The, did you get Sam Butler's 43? I did, yes. Yeah. He was looking good, too. He was on 43 with basically a whole quarter left. And I was like, mate, might get a 60 here. Yeah, do you know what I thought was awesome? What? Caleb Marchbank was on 35 at half time. He was, yeah. Didn't decide to score a point for the whole second half. You know, you know, he got up to 41. Yeah. And then I think then he, he two, gave away yeah, two threes, yeah. got back down to 35. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we, went, we went the wrong back, We did go the wrong way, yeah. Um, Should have been where. Should have been where. Anyway, my plus three goes to a bloke who didn't score particularly well, but was serviceable for my team given how shit the rest of my team is. And that's Judson Clark for a 64. Stepped up. Yeah, yeah kick two goals. The job security is going to be there. Damien Hardwick spoke highly of him after mm. the game. Got into dangerous positions and, you know, just exactly what I wanted from him. I don't think he's going to be a 64 guy. No, I don't think he is either. But like, I think the second half showed he's going to be like 40s to 50s max. Yeah, but he outscored his potential, which is why he gets yeah. the plus three. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, no, he had a um, good round considering. Um, I was, I guess, the pick of the crop this week, but it still wasn't a great score. Um, 17-23, round ranking of around 12.5k. Oh, well, you know, could it, you'd hope for better. Um, so did everyone. But it was spurred on by the GOAT as the vice-captain, that's Andy Brayshaw. You know, I got, I got, <laughs> you can't call that kids. Oh, that's the definition. You cannot man. call that kids. Bloke should have been tagged by Liam Shields, and then we would have won the he game should have, He should have been tagged by Liam Shields, yeah. Um... But no, um, yeah, he played really well. He was all over the place. And I got roasted by a few of the Frio fans when I was at the game because I celebrated him kicking a goal. But in my defence... There's no defence of that. In, in my defence, I, no I was very angry when they scored a goal. But I was celebrating like... It was like a consolation is that it was Andy Brayshaw. No, that no, that's not how it, it was. just like he just kicked it on the ground. I didn't know who it was. If you guys were getting belted by 150 points, then yeah, fair enough. Or if you're winning by 150 points, yeah, fair enough. In but game. it's on your own team where it was close and I was like... No, but I was like, God damn, oh, at least it's Andy Brayshaw. And God I was damn, like, yeah. man, I really care about my team winning. Yeah, I do. No, you don't. And then Andy Brayshaw didn't no. do it. And then, you know... Andy Brayshaw was the it's reason right, your team his, lost. He, he might have Hawthorne to get a How would we choke? Hawk choke. Because you guys were up. Well, that's not the same thing. That's why I punted on you guys. Did a live bet. Thought, thought Freya played, really, yep. thought Freya played really well. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, we're a very good team. Very good team indeed. What do you expect? Um, yeah, negative three this week. That one is going to Max Gorn. Now, I heard a lot about his injury. I didn't actually get the chance to watch the game. I had to do a bit of study. But I heard a lot about him, you know, getting a bit knocked up, um, having a go off He the got ground. knocked up. Okay. Did he get a bit drunk, did he? <laughs> Grow up, though. I, think, I think um, don't know what that means, but go on. But then, yeah. <laughs> but that's, no, but like, you know, people get drunk. Okay, okay. Yeah, I have... get, okay, you do understand. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Okay, yeah. Right, nice. Thank you. Sorry, um, I'm pretty sure this is a PG podcast. Yeah, you guys have been... I'm, 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 getting I'm chocolate chucking license. a couple of S-bombs. Um, yeah, no, I thought he... So I, I assumed when I saw his 67, I thought, you know, that's all right. I assumed he might have had, you know, 65% time on ground. He was still out there 85% of the game. Mm. He was just poo. Well, that I, seems to be the story this did, year. He gets a 150, and then he gets a 60, and then he gets a 150. So did you get to watch any of the game? None, no, I didn't actually. Well, basically, what happened was about he started a bit slow, and then towards the end of the second quarter, he Picked was up, in yeah. a rough. It was in a marking contest and caught one right in the back. Oh. And if right. it wasn't for the game being on the line, he would have been subbed out. I think. Right. It, okay. He did not look good. He looked out of place. He didn't even jump at the rocket. Um, contest at that point, he yeah. was stand, he was walking towards them, and then hoping that they missed the ball and it comes down, yeah. so he can tap it. So 
Bit of a harsh negative three, maybe, but yeah, just but what I saw. No, he stinks. Just what I saw from the fantasy app. Yeah, it was a stinker still, regardless. Yeah, yeah. unacknowledged boys. I'll go got? first. Yep. So this goes to Jack Viney. Now you guys oh, may no. not know this, mm-hmm. but fun fact is I watch Jack Viney highlights before every game of footy I play because I like I like to model my game after a player, and that player is Jack Viney. You watch Jack Viney highlights every game. Before every you play. game. Every game. Every game. Every game. You're a weirdo. That's Why is that? Because he is a in and under mid. He's not the star of that midfield either, and neither am I. Yeah. <laughs> and he's left footed. So yeah, what would you, you want, know, man? Yeah. Exactly. One fifty-seven. Good on him. With a stat line of thirty-three disposals and twelve tackles and seven marks and a goal. Yeah, yeah he was real good. That's good. Similar to your stat line on the weekend, wasn't it, Tim? Yeah, not quite. Yeah. <laughs> um, Alistair. Uh, yeah, mine was Jager and Mira. Um, it was a pleasure to watch out there um, on the ground at the Optus Stadium. Yeah, first time I got to see the Hawks play in a while, so it was very nice to see him chopping up. Um, kicked an early goal, which was nice. Yeah, it was a good um, Yeah, it was. It was a great goal. Um, you know, got the few fans that were at Optus pretty hyped up. And um, I thought he was I thought he was probably a pretty influential player out there for us. Seemed to he got coaches, both so, yeah. Yeah, a lot around the ball. Um, and yeah. Yeah, I punted on him for like under 78 and a half. He didn't he was, get under 78 No, he wasn't. Half, no, he at half get? time, he, 134. He was Jeez. like he was at really about good. 78 at half yeah. time. And you know, that game, I actually thought the Hawks played pretty well. Yeah, up he was until good. About, good. Up intensity. until about halfway through the third when you guys kind of just steamrolled us. I don't know, I just feel like you guys well, you didn't guys get that much more. of the ball. Yeah, no, I think Freo should have won by a lot more than they did in the yeah. end. Yeah. Uh, and mine goes to Ryan Burton. He's always had that potential to be a good fantasy player off that half-back line. Uh, and this week, a low 100, I think, 103, yeah. Uh, I think he had like close to 10 marks. Just a classic Ryan Burton game every three or four weeks. He's a good Ryan little... Burton's one of those guys I always think is way better at fantasy than he actually is. Like, I feel you like see one day he will scores be. And you see, like, I, just, I don't know, for some reason, I just kind of expect that of him. Yeah. yeah I like him. Guys. I like him. Maybe one yeah. day we'll be talking about him as... Bring yeah. in a trade target, yeah. but not for now. Breaking news. Now, this was obviously a tough week for a lot of coaches, and the uh, injuries were a big part of that. So we'll start us off with Dane Zorko. Yeah. Now, from what I've heard, he is out, obviously missing this week with the bye, and he's a 50-50 for the week after. So mm. he's one that you could hold, and in that game... He looked like he had the half-back midfield role that he had yeah. excited us with early in the I was, year. It was such an annoying injury because he was actually looking really good. He was looking amazing. Like, and he was scoring so well. I was actually like, oh, you know, he might actually be good, you know? I, I yeah. was... By looking at that game, he had up to 39% CBAs, and that's including the ones that he was off for, obviously. Yeah. Um, yeah, he was, it was just exciting. And obviously, if Zorko has the role, he's one of the best fantasy players in the competition, so... Yeah. But yeah, I mean... Maybe he's someone we jump back on in a few I weeks. Think, I'd I say think that's trade. the way you yeah look at it is that he's gonna drop a lot of cash and he's someone you could easily hop back on. Pretty I easy. feel yeah. like it's a definite trade. Yeah, they they do play on a Thursday night, mm. so yeah. it's like he has the buy. Yeah, he has a week off, but then he's playing on the Thursday. So, so I had him for seventy fantasy points in a multi, <laughs> and he gets injured on sixty-seven. Oh, it's so annoying. Uh, the positive is um, with him being a defender, obviously a lot of people still have day costs. I mean, now you can trade Zorko instead of day costs this week, yeah. which I'll be doing. And then I think you can probably almost, if you're looking to hold day costs through the buyer, which we'll have a chat a bit later, um, you could almost look to trade day costs up to Zorko again. Or even, yeah, could it even be down to Zorko price-wise, at least. Potentially, potentially. Um, I think you probably want to see a couple of weeks of Zorko before yeah, jumping back right. on. Uh, Gorn, obviously we talked about, he... Uh, Copped a couple niggles. He, he, uh, he'll be fine after his buy. Not, don't. Uh, he... Trade. No, you don't trade. Trade him in once he's back. But uh, he's no. he's fine. He's fine. He'll yeah. be back to some good scores. The one that everyone copped, I think. Or not everyone. A lot of people copped everyone. is Machito. Yeah. Um, 11. Go from 90 to 11. Big shift. But um, yeah, got the head knock. Concussion. He started negative as well. So he did... All right to get himself to an eleven. Well, really? it could it could have been worse. Really, it could have yes. Uh, well, apparently he came on straight away and racked up four touches or got a tackle or something real quick to get back to that eleven. But uh, yeah, it is what it is. Well, he's Michi Goat. So Michi yeah. Goat, yeah, Michi I know. Uh, Harry Perryman, we talked about that one, did we? Yes, because he was my 
Part of my negative three. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, obviously, that's a disappointing one. Cracked, uh, broken ribs, trade, obviously. Uh, Josh Kelly, Alistair? Um, yeah, apparently, I, I turned the game off in like the last five minutes, but he came off clutching his hamstring. But um, I think in the post-conference, a post-game presser, sorry, um, the, the coach said that it was just it's a like cramp. Cramps, yeah. I tell yeah. you what, watching that last five minutes was the best fantasy football you've ever seen. It was just... Himmelberg, uh, I think Ward got involved. All of those midfielders yeah, backs of GWS were going plus six, plus six. Plus. They weren't even trying to kick it forward at that point. Five minutes. If your bloke was on there, he would have gotten the 120. Yeah. He would have racked it up. Like It was just perfect. That's how I Himmelberg got to the 160. He must have grabbed 30 points in the last Kelly five Kelly did really well to get to his 95 because that was a hard tag. Yeah. And he was yeah he was really wrapping them up. But he still got... And I heard the commentators say, oh, you know, the, the one positive from North Melbourne's game is that they've managed to like constrict Josh Kelly. Well, not really. They, 26 touches or they something. Didn't like, he, didn't, all. He, didn't do, he didn't do anything to him. It was an embarrassing Well, I mean, game. it was, it was Kane Turner. Yeah. Like, do you have high hopes for Kane Turner? He's actually oh, generally he was, been good in the past. I thought he was a pretty good... I thought he tagged him pretty well, but obviously not well enough. No. Uh, JHF. Now this one, I mean, oh, most flog. people have. I got so angry watching. He's a flog. Yeah, he's a fool. He just uh, was, there was no reason. It was Josh Kelly who seems like a likable bloke. He just shoves a fist down, punches nah, in the face. Josh Kelly's not the guy, bro. Don't worry about him. Now JHF, he got himself in big trouble two weeks. Uh, he's a trade, obviously. If you haven't traded already, yeah, yeah. Like he's losing cash. He's gonna miss the next three. He's a flog. Doesn't want to be there either for one. So yeah, it's definitely does not want to be there. Just see his halftime chat with Goldie. Ah uh, yes, did not look happy. Lockie Young out for a week with North Melbourne, so that might be an opportunity for Matt McGuinness. We yep. talked about uh, over the last couple of weeks, so obviously not this week, but next week might get a one k rookie. Yeah, and Huge. the biggest news from obviously we didn't record a podcast last week is Bailey Smith. Yes. Oh, we didn't talk about him, did yeah, we? No, so yeah. he he headbutted Zach Tui. He was my negative three last week. If anyone was wondering, was a fool. Then posted, got a picture with Damian Lillard, then yeah. posted it with a caption. Headbutted Dame, what about you? Yeah, that's weird. And then during the buys, gets a leaked photo of him with a bag of white powder. Mm. And will miss probably about two to four weeks, I'd say. It's two weeks. I think it's two weeks two for weeks. the headbutt, two, two weeks for the coke. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. The illicit substance. Bit of a uh, bit of a rough week for him. Yes. Yeah. So, Moving on to if you, you haven't traded him, trade him. Yeah. He needs but do you reckon it increases a bit of Bulldog stocks? It does. Uh, we'll talk about this later, but yeah, I think. Oh, I think there's a, I think right, there's a few. Tune in. I think there's a few that are going to look some real, real, real good soon. All right, um, yeah. Alistair. Yep, and today is the final instalment of our little buy round buzz segment. It's been going the past couple of weeks. This has been my least favorite segment for a while. Your least favorite yeah, segment? I, Probably because you. Yeah. Do it. Not Probably because I run. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I should have hurt. That's kind of rude. I'm kidding. But um, we're just going to look it's at the ins today rather than the outs. Well, um, there's very few outs this week, actually. There's not many rookies from round 12 besides Nick Dacos. From round 12? Round 14. Got you see, I can't. You, you've put me off now. <laughs> you've been so disrespectful. Um, all right, so I'm just going to talk about a few uh, kind of mids that I've grouped together as like the high echelon that you're going to pay up for. And that is Callum Mills, Rory Laird, and Josh Kelly. Mm. See, look at you. I'm concentrating so hard on making sure I say the names right now so I don't get clowned by you. So we're just I think you were like this that. close to saying Tim Kelly. I, I this wasn't. close. I, I wasn't. I was close to saying Callum Laird. But, um, Callum Laird? Yeah. Um, I think <laughs> yeah, I personally think Laird is the pick of the bunch of them just because of his incredible run coming up. Um, me and Spencer were talking about it before. You have in this order, um, though. Mills, Laird, Kelly. About his number five. Yeah, but I know, but I thought about the run after riding that. Okay, fair enough. Um, so I think Laird is going to be a very good scorer, especially for the next five, six, seven rounds. Yeah. I think he'll be a 125 kind of average. Oh, oh, that's, so that's, I should, that's I should real get bold. That's real bold. No, he's my pod. No, I'm <laughs> um, no, he's, definitely he's both of our pod, actually. Oh, God. Um, he's all of our pod, actually. <laughs> <laughs> we should call him Pig Pod. Because he's our pod. Oh, yeah, God, he's, he's the pod of the week. Well, not so anymore. <laughs> um, and yeah, and Mills and Kelly are both obviously very good options. Um, oh, Mills is our pod, by the way. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, mate. Well done, boys. Um, Thank you. Yeah. Um, so they're those boys. Uh, Himmelberg, we've spoken about a bit. 161, massive score. I think he'd broken his like, record for disposals halfway through the second quarter or something. So um, obviously the role change is playing in his favour disposal-wise. Um, took a lot of kick-ins, and he's running most of them out, just kicking about 
75 meters down the line. He's got a massive boot. Um, he's in terms of power in a kick. Oh, it's ridiculous! He has, I've never seen anyone kick as far. He he did a switch from you know how generally when you do a switch, you go to do the you guy. Generally, you know how to do a switch. Okay, well, anyways, when you watch a switch or whenever a switch is gone, they do the kick yeah. it to the guy like in the middle and then to yeah, the, the end, or they'll go like high yeah. and long instead of that really powerful low one. He does this absolute rocket; it just flies fifty meters in about two seconds. Yeah, he, he's got a serious kick on him. I don't, yeah, I don't know how you can generate that much kick, but it's ridiculous. Um, Quads. and he's so he's in Quads he's he's, Quads. <laughs> he's involved in a lot of the switches as you just said. He had eleven intercept possessions. So he's kind of doing it all across the back line there, and he's got a break even at like negative five. Six hundred k, he's going to keep scoring well. He's got a last five of like eighty five. You were saying last three of ninety something. Yeah, I'd oh, probably a hell of a lot more actually. Sorry. I but, think um, a positive for if for myself at least, I don't really think I can bring him in this week. He's playing the Bulldogs, and they are obviously very hard to score against. So if you need a reason to hold off for one week. Or you don't feel comfortable doing it, and you want to see another week just in case it yeah. was just was just a North Melbourne thing. I still this think, is an all right week to. I still hold. think that he's going to score seventy five. Oh 75 yeah, will see him rise. What sixty five? I'm doing it. I'm doing it. He's like I was going to bring him in instead of Mitch Owens in that round twelve week mm. where they weren't going to play anyway, and then I wanted to see a week with no Whitfield because obviously it was a big risk. Mm. Um, but. The fact that he, like, the role's there, the value's there, the break-even's low. Mm. I mean, not a lot of people like to get on value players, but that's really my play. Like, if even if he scores a 75, he's going to go up so much cash. What are you mm. projecting for him? I reckon he still scores an 85. Yeah, I think that's a yeah. 75 minimum just because he's taking those kick-ins. Like, Jaden Short mm. against Bulldogs scored a 125. That's true. Yeah. Yep, true. Like, it's true. not... It, it is difficult, but... Yeah. But obviously they can still score against them. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Speaking of the Bulldogs, I've got a few of them to talk about now. Um, I'll start off with the big one. That is Tim English. Um, he's the best fantasy ruck in the comp. I say he's better than Max Gorn. Would you agree on that? It's enough, Probably, maybe not for ceiling, but definitely for consistency. I'd say at the moment. Um, and he's less than nine hundred k. So I'm um, still definitely worth hopping on, and I would highly recommend it if you're rolling with a Hayes in R two. If that's what you've decided to go with over your buyers, or I don't know, even a, I was talking about going a Darcy up, but I don't think that's probably something that you guys would get around. Do you think? Nah, not yet. Nah, he's got Carlton the first week off the buy, mm. which should be a pretty nice matchup for him. Yeah, that'll be yummy. Yeah, no, sure. Um, next one is Bont. Uh, been disappointing since we hyped him up about two weeks ago. I think it was, but now with Baz out. You mean for since a month, I got him in? Yeah, well done, Matt. You jinxed it. Um, but with Baz out for a month, I think he's going to have a lot of opportunity to score the ball a lot more. Um, he'll get more CBAs, hopefully, more of the ball, and I can see a 110 potential coming in pretty soon. What do you think? Uh, I'm not as hot on him as you guys seem to be, but he could do it. He did it last year, so mm. should be good. He, could, he probably do, does get more midfield time, but the stuff about him having a shoulder injury is just not something I'm... Willing to, I wouldn't be training to. him in, but I am expecting some delicious scores. Yeah, yeah. If you have him, well, I obviously hold. And if you try, if you want to trade him in, I guess he's probably now with Bailey Smith out, he's probably number. I don't know. He's he's a top six forward, so yeah. obviously he's a good option. Um, Bailey Williams is the last bulldog that I'm going to talk about here. A bit of an interesting name. Um, little pod for you. Only five hundred and thirty k. He's got a last three of eighty eight and a break even of twenty seven playing across the wing. Um, you had a couple of concerns with them, Spenny? Yeah, the, well, the main one is Lockie Hunter's back at training. Yeah. So which I don't think necessarily means he's going to come and steal his role, because yeah. I think Bailey Williams has been good. But the also other Bailey one... Smith not being there. Yeah, obviously. I, I don't think he's, that his role's under too much pressure. But however, looking at his scores, uh, bring him back up. I think he had basically two nineties, two eighties and a 90. And in two of those games, yeah, against the Gold Coast and the Eagles, which are two easy teams to play against, okay. he kicked two goals in both and he had two behinds against the Suns. Yeah. I don't think that's going to continue, yeah, but no, obviously he's shown what he can do against the Cats. He had 84 with 21 touches and seven tackles without a go- uh, seven marks without a goal. So yeah. maybe maybe 80s is very reasonable and for There's 530k... There's potential there to do well. Yeah. And I'd say he could easily 
get up to that 650k mark within a couple of weeks and be a nice little, I don't know, stepping stone up to a whoever. Yeah. Doherty, uh, Soccer, whatever. I, I guess a lot of the time when it comes to this point in the season, for myself at least, and a decent number of coaches, uh, you're down to not many rooks. And bringing in a guy like this feels like... A backward step, you think? It's not even a backward step. It's not a full step. It's like half a step when you could could go the full step by doing and working around it. I don't know. but yeah. I just think that most coaches will have five primos and a day cost or something like that. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, like, most people... Like, I hadn't even, like, looked at my team what it would look like if I had their best my best players on the field. So that's definitely something worth looking at because maybe you don't have that extra spot in the back line. Yeah, yeah obviously, that's 100%. You need to make sure that... Like I was looking today and I have seven forwards. And it's fine because one of them is sitting in the midfield. But for yeah, now, it's obviously well, something you've you got to think about. You like, move a short or a Zorko. Yeah, that's why the, the idea of bringing in a Himmelberg for me doesn't quite work because I have too many forwards. Yeah. Even though it'd be something I wouldn't mind yeah, doing. No, that's fine. Yeah, that definitely. Um, that's something just everyone needs to consider before doing these trades. Just go on the app or the website. Just put all your players in that they usually would be in. And then see, oh, I've got nine midfielders. I've got to do some work here. Yeah. Alrighty, moving on to a couple of GWS players that you can look at. Um, the two that we've kind of spoken about a bit already is Whitfield and Cogs. So both looking back to their kind of vintage selves. Um, Whitfield we've spoken about, getting that 130. Um, 29 disposals, 20 kicks. Seemed to look for him. It was running through the corridor a bit. It was kind of running the switch, doing a lot of things. And just look back to the... Mark McVay seems to kind of chucked all the, you know, the good players, the primos, as we call them, back in their proper positions, back to what they do best. So it's nice. Yeah, it's it's beautiful. Whitfield looks great. Uh, bring him back in. Yep. Obviously, the flag that's against North Melbourne, but other than that, I can't believe I had the choice between Whitfield and Perryman, and I went Perryman. You know, you could have I got a hundred no, ninety nine points more. Yeah, and would have to waste a trade this week to get Whitfield in instead. Yeah. Oh well, mate. That's, really that's fantasy for you though. He he got. And then got a one forty one from his captain to get into a decent score. Yeah, you can't see. I got success. You have to... a bit of carnage, and now I am taking. I have Zorko. I had Zorko as well. I had but, Marchbank. But I captained sixty seven. Yeah, that's because you're poo. You could have, could have captained one thirty from Cogs. You should have. You yeah. would have got Thanks. more. Or you should have traded Perriman, problem. and you should have captained him. That would have been the most obvious move. You should have just brought in Himmelberg and captained him. Yeah, sorry, that's what I meant. Sorry. Uh, can we just continue? Perriman. I can't even do words today. Anyway. Canelio as well is another guy that's um, back to his best. He's still less than 750k. So if you traded him out, it's time to get back on. If you do not have him, get him. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a great call. I've never heard anyone Yeah, more. exactly. Yeah, no, that's, that's, real. that's some real big brain thinking there. Yeah, that is what I, I did over the, over my week off. Yeah. Just like... Just, just thought about, thought about, thought about real, real, saying, real yeah. deep things, yeah. I like yeah. that. Um, last one's Luke Parker. Top three to four forward. Uh... Less than 820k, getting midfield time, back to his best, gone. Yeah, he's he's out of... he. Oh, I guess God, probably Cogs is ahead of him, but I have him over Bont, 100%. Yeah. Uh, even, uh, or most of those... Um, Agreed. Bulldogs boys, he's a great option. Uh, and now, captains. Now, obviously, this week was shown how important captains are. Mm. Like, if I had a captain as good as him, I would be just as... And I'd probably be sitting much more happier. You know, over the past couple of weeks, Spencer, yes. this has been my favourite segment. So you see how that makes you feel? You see how you feel better now? I wasn't too bothered about how you felt about it. I just, I just I know actually, that it's most important. Segment. I'd actually like to blame you boys for my poor score this week. How? Because the one week where we don't record a podcast, I have my worst week. Hey, mate. It's probably Not because my fault. you didn't get a good captain segment. Yeah. And yeah, so that's why I'm blaming yeah. you. I mean... You probably if 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 we did have a a uh, pod last week, I probably would have said jump on cogs, and you would have grabbed that one thirty and been very happy. Anyways, we can't live in the past, boys. We're gonna move on to next week, and the coming week now is all about the number one guy, Tim English. Now, there was a flag with him before I get started. This is you're only taking him as your captain if he is only playing against Flynn. Flynn is terrible when it comes to actual rocking. Like, <laughs> against against North, I was looking, he had next to no hit-outs compared to 30 from Goldie and uh, 
yeah, 33 from Goldie and 27 from Jerry. Whereas I think he had about 11 or something. Like, and he Not was at good. every single rough contest. It was crazy. So, Goldie with a 92 and Jerry with an 82 last week against Flynn. So, it's quite easy. But the thing is, Tim English isn't a tap ruckman. Yes. Yes. That's the bit I'm about to get to. Now, he's averaging 111 in his last three and 115 in his last five, which is awesome. That is some stats, mate. It is some stats. And then, the big thing with him is, he's obviously, basically a fourth midfielder, right? And looking at the, how much points they give away to midfielders, it's a lot. They give away some bulk points. I mean, LDU had 112, and Sibkin had 108 just last week. So I think you can back him in for a real good score this week. Uh, Led, uh, he is number two, and he is coming into my team. So, uh, plays the Gold Coast, who give up points. 118 to Bailey Smith, and Bontempelli 116. Plus, I think, let me double check. I believe it's at Metricon. Um, it is a Metricon, and we know that it can get a bit wet there. So if it is wet, we also know he's a great tackler. So be confident in him because he's averaging 116 in his last five. Uh, Took plays Adelaide. They give up big points, 116 to Red and, and 112 to Shuey. And they stink. They do stink. They, they stink. barely touch the ball, that West Coast Eagles team. Yeah. Uh, 170 is last three, 180 is last five. Plays at Metricon this year where he averages 117. He does love playing at the Metricon. He does. And why wouldn't he? Uh, Jack McRae. Now, I am quite confident that with Bailey Smith out, he is going to be much better. He'll be much more of a focus on the outside game. And he's one that I am thinking about bringing in, although I think I'll stick with uh, Lady Boy. Uh, he plays GWS. What was that about? Sorry? Anyways. Uh, plays GWS who uh, gives up big points like 143 Neil and 133 to Berry. Averaging 109 his last three, 112 in his last five, and 105 against the Giants. So... He's uh he'll be good. Callum Mills, Port aren't easy to score against, which is obviously a bit annoying. But they still do give up points. You see a Parish one nineteen and Martin one thirteen a few weeks ago, uh, and it doesn't matter for Mills because he's a gun, so you can back him in. Uh, one hundred fifteen his last three, one hundred fifteen his last five. Coming up at one twenty six, he'll be good. Walshy, uh, plays Richmond, and this will be. I'm pretty sure is this a Thursday night. Yes, it is. This is this might be a fun one to watch on the Thursday night. Put the VC on him, see how he goes. Uh, Richmond can give up big points. One forty six to Merit. Uh, Marish, Parish, uh, Marish. Yeah, just just put them together. Uh, yes. So I mean, Chera missing means that one uh, more CBS for Walsh. Hopefully, a one twenty. I'm predicting and plays with the MCG where he has three hundreds out of four games. We forgot to talk about Chera and the breaking news. Yes, that's another one. Chera is out. He's got a five and he sucks. I put him for the under. That's a good call. I like that. The pun didn't get up, though. Oh, okay. Uh, Sam Dockey's my number seven. And before this podcast started, I had planned on bringing him in. That might have been somewhat of the reason why I was so confident in him. However, I'm not anymore, so he'll probably score a 40. <laughs> so don't vice-captain him. Uh, no, not do it. He'll be great. Uh, he plays Richmond, who gave a 133 against uh, to Redmond a few weeks ago, which I think is a very similar role. Redmond's go to the... You know that. Doherty is far better player than Mason Redmond. Seems uh, Mason. I don't know what you're talking about right now. You just need to listen. Uh, averages 112 in his last three, 113 in his last five. He's really good. Last week was amazing. Uh, others I like. Guthrie against the Eagles. He'll be really good. Patrick Cripps against Richmond. He'll be good. Dunkley against GWS. He'll be good. Josh Kelly because he's always really good against the Bulldogs, which is a tough matchup for the midfield. Uh, and then the final one is Tom Stewart. Can you bring a Tom Stewart? So you said you were thinking about bringing in a Doherty. I yes. feel like Tom Stewart, you're going to get that instant reward. Yes. But the thing is that he did score that 40-odd. So obviously his break-even is at a 131, which he might actually hit. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he hits that this week. He's I'm... playing at Optus. Um... um but the Optus is Optus nicer is than a plus six. Beautiful to score plus. He'll be he'll be huge this week. Yeah. So that rounds out the captains, which was and yeah, well done. Yeah, well, it done, is well done. Well, we'll see how well done it is. Yeah. This week. Um, what are you planning to do, Alistair? Trades. Yeah. No. Well, vice yeah. captain and captain. Sorry, that was a silly question. Yeah. Uh, Walsh as we did just... into Laird. The guy I already have on my team who's the goat. Do you have Walsh? Yeah, I traded him in last week. Did you? you? Did, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm fully aware of your teams. 
I'm mate, we're constantly checking up on each other <laughs> just to see. I'm like begging I did for the same thing, actually, yeah. See, I don't do that. I don't have to beg. Because so you guys yeah. don't normally threaten me, but obviously. Yeah, you need to be humbled, and that's yeah. going to happen happen this week, it's going to happen in the future. I think, I, yeah. Yeah, uh, so what are your VCC plans? I'm going Tim English into Rory Laird. You don't have Rory Laird. No, I do. Speaking of, do you want to hear my trades for the week? I would love to hear trades for the week, actually. Yeah, yeah so Perryman gets the boot, obviously. Jeez, and right, one week's in. Lone spell. <laughs> he didn't even score more than Crips. Uh, anyway, not, not per- many people did. Perryman... Perryman gets the boot and Lockie Whitfield comes in, which is nice. Oh, I'm looking at the same thing. Um, Christian Petrarca. Poop. He's, he's getting the boot as well. I mean, I got the choice out of Oliver. Shooting. Oliver and Petrarca. And I made the wrong one. I think you did, yeah. I was just about <laughs> yeah. to say. You were actually the one Oliver. that convinced me to go Petrarca. So this is all on you. Yeah, what? I would have said Oliver personally. But... I should have listened to Jizzy. Yeah, should have been. No, mate, you need to make your own decisions and go Oliver based on your I own agree. choice. The fact that you, no, you like tell me at last year I went Whitfield over Took. Think about that at Spencer's advice. Now it's before Took went. Crazy. Yeah, but Spencer tells me like every single week it's my fault that I that he brought in McInerney instead of Sicily. Yeah, that is true. Not, not, no, not make not your own decisions. I'm not decision. Look, I will I will blame it on you, but it is me. Yeah, oh, it was fine. you. Anyway, you, you went no, you even pleaded with me. <laughs> Spencer, please, <laughs> please bring him in. Ride the wave with me. You should have started all three. I no, I should have just started with Sicily and not McInerney. All right, anyway, yep, so Petrarca out for Rory Laird. Oh, and good. Will Brody can actually go for me as well, and Himmelberg will come in. Yeah. All right, I like it. Uh, mine a lot of luxury there, but yeah. no, you've got a good team set up, so I like it. Well, he's got no rooks, so... Mm. That's I do have one. Dacos. I thought he wasn't on field, though. He is on field. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm the same. Oh, that's weird. I'm going to do that. Uh, yeah, I'm going Hayes to Tickle. Hopefully, Tickle plays. Bowen Tickle. Uh, uh, no one knows who that is. Um, Dane Zorko that's to Lockman. Well, the listeners aren't. He plays for Rezies for Swan, Swan Districts. Oh, sorry. Apparently, you guys know who that is. Uh, uh, Dane Zorko to Lockie Whitfield. And Will Brody to Rory Laird. Now, Ooh. yeah. Now, it's going to be a tough one because I don't my numbers... I don't you should get Rory Laird. I personally. think you should just... Right. Put it away, man. Just stop talking, eh? 5% ownership. That's beautiful. Uh, the final game has the number two and number three captain. It's going to be a tough choice, but I guess you're going to have to go Lady Boy. Mm. Mm. Yeah, my trades, I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, my team's a bit of a mess at the moment. I'm going Zorko out because he's injured. Shouldn't have picked him up. Uh, and then probably Windhager and someone else. I don't know who. I don't know if I'll trade out Brody or Dacos. I don't think I will. The Himmel Goat? I am bringing in Himmelberg. Yeah, that is one of the... No, Himmel Goat. Sorry, Himmel Goat. For some reason, we're going to call him that. Um, that's one Why of do you think? Because his name's Himmelberg. Yeah. And he's but he's goat. getting goat status, so the Berg is replaced okay, for thanks, goat. Thanks for walking me we, through it, mate. Um, <laughs> we give goat status yeah. out like it's nothing. Who does have goat status? Sully Goat. Machi Goat Owens. <laughs> Sherry does. Sherry, that, that, that doesn't mean <laughs> Nah, much. revoke his goat status. Yeah, that's been revoked. But he was the OG goat. He was the OG goat. <laughs> nah, you gotta give him back. He scored an 82 on the weekend. <laughs> he did score 27 hit outs as well. Yeah. He was doing Sherry Goat. Sherry. Je- Sherry Goat, yeah. There's gotta be more. Him will go. Him will go. Him will go. Wait, if surely Judson Clark is close. He'd be up there, hey, wouldn't he? Is. Judd Goat. Judd Goat. <laughs> <laughs> um, so how many rookies do you guys have on field? Uh, I've just I mean, got the Date Goat. The Date Goat? Yeah. Nah, Date Goat doesn't get goat status. He gets Ultra Goat status. Ultra Goat. Super Goat, yeah. Super Goat or Ultra Super Goat. Super Date I think after trades this week, I'll have two. Or one. Two? Who are the two? Yeah. Uh, Dacos and probably going to be Clark. You mean Ultra Dacos Goat? Yeah, can we can we stop? Like, seriously, this is this is horrible. Wait, you still have Clark, Greg, like Greg Clark, Greg Clark, yeah, Greg's and Clark. Yeah, Greg Greg's Clark. Yeah, that one. Wait, I thought you trade. Who did you trade out last week? Um, uh, You had three <laughs> trades, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Bowie Smith, McComb. Oh, that's SDK. how you got to Walsh. Someone else. Yeah, no, I didn't trade out SDK. I don't know who it was. Hey, and you no. still have the boots as well. Yeah, I don't know who it was. I think you got it was a random ass team. Buku go. A weird team, yeah. No, he does not deserve <laughs> go. Dude scored like 30 the other week. Oh, he's not going to play, is he? 
No, I wouldn't think so. But I've got that many red dots. How many? How many were you? Mitchy goat, Buku goat. Stop. Mitchy Skinner Parnell. Skinner. I don't know Parnell. Do you Parnell? Yes. <laughs> did Did you hear on the Traders podcast? I did hear yeah. on the Traders podcast. They basically they were like they were like oh what are the chances of Parnell playing? And then he uh Tom Duda was on. He was like oh you know he's been real good like he's been working hard but he's he's corky. And then Calvin's like, oh, so 5%. Oh, 5%. And, he, and then yeah. Tom's like, oh, yeah, 5%. I was yeah. like, oh, this poor bloke. He's, he, he definitely would know. The Oz kick player, yeah. The Oz kick bloke definitely knows that his captain's just, oh, wait, he's not his captain, is he? Uh, his, like, leadership group. Who is captain? Keys? Blair? No, Keys was a bloke. Sloan. 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 Yeah. Sloan's got a, I reckon, new captain next year. Duty. Duty? Yeah. Yeah. He has been captain for him before. He's Thank definitely, you. he's the next guy. All right, um, I've got to get to my side job, so let's do some questions. Oh, yes, we've got a few of them. Is this your main job? This is my main job. Nice. The yeah. amount of money I make off this job is ridiculous. Yeah, that's huge. Like, it's how much is the highlight? Priceless, mate. Like, how much is the highlight? 65 grand. <laughs> 65 grand a year. Okay, number one question. Can you hold Nick, Nick Dacos? Hold or not? Sure can. You can hold him, but you, you can also fold him. Can you fold you him? Can. Yes. You hold him over Zorko, though. Well, obviously, but not everyone has Zorko. Do you, I'm in this situation. Do you hold him over Will Brody? Uh, yeah. Dacos is going to make more cash. Yeah, I'm going to guess. Isn't necessarily the only factor, but I no, think Dacos will probably score a bit high. I don't... And I also think that trading out Brody allows you to get to Perryman. I mean, not to Perryman. What is wrong with me? To him, Will. I think... Yeah. The way there are better forwards than there are defenders. The way I'm thinking about it is looking at Brody's next five games, they are kind of tough. And he's not known, like, a few of his games, he's had a lot of great games, don't get me wrong. But how many of them come against tough um, teams? I mean, St. Kilda was a good game. And then, like, Collingwood easy, Gold Coast easy, North easy. But against the tough teams, Carlton, 83, Geelong, 64, uh, who've got Brisbane, 82. I don't know. I think you see can... that the only thing for me is Brody's lower scores is sixty four yeah. against Geelong, which are a hard team. Yeah. Um, but then apart from that, his lowest is just seventy six, which I'd take every day of the week. But Dacos, you know he he's had a few poo scores. He has. He's gone under seventy six four times. But did you have you watched? Did you watch yesterday? I watched parts of yesterday. He was amazing. He and was did you amazing. watch the last game he played? I did not. Once again, he was amazing. I, I don't know what... I think something's clicked for him because he's looking unbelievable. I'd back him in to be around the 90s for the rest of the year. Around the 90s? Yeah. He's one that you could hold for a couple of weeks, I reckon. A couple more weeks. And then you can dish okay. him off to Well, I mean, Tom Stewart I can always... Yeah. He is in my midfield. I, I say you definitely can hold it if... He's your last, like, rookie, which he is for me. And you've got you don't have a Butters or a Brody that you feel like oh they can go before. Oh, so you reckon Butters goes before Dacos as well? Only if you still have a reasonable number for this week for the buy. But otherwise, hundred percent Butters is not doing enough. Yeah, I, I'm a little more confident in Butters this uh, than most people are because he had twenty odd touches, and I mean I generally think he's going to be more than one mark and one tackle in the game. I just think he had a bad game. Okay, but like he's had a fair few bad games. Yeah, yeah, don't get me wrong. I don't like it either, but I'm more confident in him than most people are. Here's another question for you. Mm-hmm. Around the same price, 1K difference, is it Butters or Heaney that goes first? Ooh, that is a tough one. I know. One of our many listeners sent that in. <laughs> I think you need to... Let me have a look at the runs. Oh, okay, I'll have a look at the runs. I think it's Heaney for me. And why is that? Uh, the role. Ooh, they play each other this week. No, it's, not, it's the role. Mm. I think Butters is probably more likely to play in the midfield, which is a better role, obviously. Well, Scott. Butters now has a broken cheekbone. Okay. That's something we should have mentioned breaking news as well. He's a, <laughs> a broken cheekbone. But he's playing with it. Yeah. But doesn't mean, just because you're playing with an injury doesn't mean it's not going to hurt. Oh, yeah, it obviously hurt, but it's not like a leg which is going to physically impair you too much on a football field. Yeah, but maybe so. he just is soft. Yeah, maybe, maybe he's soft. Maybe he just like, takes it easy. soft as better the whole year. Yeah. That's, That's something he's not used one. to. 
I'm going you trade Heaney first. I'm going you trade Butters. Why is that? Why is that? Okay. Heaney. He's down on a bit of goal form. In his last one, two, three, four, five games, he's only kicked four, three goals. He's normally a three goal a game kind of player. Yeah. I don't know. I'd like he'd like to see um, Franklin out. And then, then I'd like to hold Heaney more than I would like to hold Butters. You'd like to see Lance Franklin out? Yeah. I reckon Lance Franklin could get managed more towards the second half of the year, given how well Logan McDonald played last game. Yeah, I 100% agree. But I don't, Logan, I don't think you're Logan holding Mc... Butters for, or, Lo... or Heaney for the next five weeks. They're going within the next five weeks, 100%. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, if Franklin's if Franklin misses any of the next few games, I'm back in Heaney in for a good score because then they're just going to kick it to him and yeah. McDonald. Maybe Papley as well a little bit. But I think people don't realise the importance of targets, forward targets. That's what has made Tom Green considerably worse for me. Same with Cripps. That's why he's been terrible. Because now that Colonel and Mackay are there, they're just kicking it to them. And even when Cripps makes those hard leaves, he doesn't get acknowledged. Anyway, next question. Zorko or Coleman? Who goes first? Ooh. Zorko. 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 He's injured. Yeah. I mean, okay, he's not confirmed out for the week after, but I would like to to hold it. I'd like to get rid of him just in case. Coleman scored a 94. Yeah, he, he looked good. He did have a 54 and a 61 before, but he looked really good. No, he looked very good. I also good. think with uh, Zorko potentially missing, Coleman could be even better. Because, I mean, Zorko was playing that half-back role. Yeah. And then, so if, if it's Rich and Coleman... Just, they just, just kick to each other. Yeah, so definitely Zorko for me. Coleman's still going to go up in money as well. How much? What's his break-even now? Wouldn't be too high. It's only a 55. 55? Yeah, he's still got another chunk of cash, don't he? Uh, too late for Himmelberg. Uh, it's not too late at all. This is the week to jump on. Uh, no, last week was the week to jump on. Then you get a 161. Okay. I think the better question is, is it point chasing to jump on Himmelberg? Definitely not. Definitely not. Oh, that's no, a little bit. Not. It, no. is, it is a little bit. Well, I mean, if it depends on the attitude you're going about. You're going, oh, he scored 161, he's going to do it again. Then, yeah, I'll get him in. No, but it's, I'm getting him in because he's got a break even a negative five. Do you, do you think at any point he becomes a lockdown guy? Say say they're playing, I don't know, say they play Carlton, right? Yeah. And they have two big guys. Obviously, I don't know who, who who's the other. Taylor takes one of them. Yeah. Himmelberg's the second biggest guy. Does he take, does he, or Stein or whatever? Does, who who does, did they play on the weekend? They played North. Who played on Larky? Because I didn't get to watch any of them. Uh, I think it was Taylor. And, and then, then who he played, played on Sherry? Or slash Gold, Goldie? I don't think it was, think it was Himmelberg. Yeah, so... Yeah, maybe I'm wrong. I just feel like if... You've got two genuine forwards, you're not putting in... But there are some games that play... Some teams that play three tops. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. true. Uh, look, I really like him. But obviously, as you said... I don't know. I reckon if he's, if he's playing as an interceptor, especially against a team like Carlton, who play Colonel and Mackay and then they play just four smalls and he'll play one of, on one of those smalls and just go off him. Yeah, I agree. I still think he's a great option. Yeah, um, I reckon it's not points chasing because I think that even if he just scored a 100 this week, I'd still be jumping on. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, who to move on first? Owens, Butler or Skinner? Skinner. Yeah. If, if you can still do what you want to do by trading Skinner, he's the first one to go. Yeah. Because um, Owens should come back. Do you reckon? But does he come back first week that he's back? I don't see why not. Well, Billings will come back in. He had like 30-odd touches in the and Clark as VFL. Well. And then Hunter Clark looked good as well. Yeah. Got the game. Hmm. I mean, I, I, I'd like to see... Hold Owens for this week. I mean, yeah. you could trade him. Don't get me wrong, you could, but... No, I could see a world where he doesn't play for the rest of the year. Hmm. And then you get him in next year again. Yeah. Mitchy Goat. Did you go? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it, Butler's still got a bit of money to make. He's still probably got 40, 50, okay. Yeah, break even of 22. He sucks, but what can you do? He didn't kick a goal for that 43 as well. Yeah, he looked alright. He had a nice little chase down tackle. Yeah, I did see ball. that. I got very excited when he did it. I was as well. I was against my own team, but, but I was yeah. proud of him. So uh, you don't like your team? Yeah, you're a bit, you're oh, a bit no, like Alistair. No, 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 I love my team. Oh, but I wasn't okay. cheering when someone else, the other opposition team, kicked the goal on my team. Yeah, you don't understand. You weren't there. Had to be there. Plus, I my team was always going to win, so... Actually, was it? Yeah, yeah, it was at the game. Well, not with me. No, you were with your dad. No, I wasn't. I thought you were with Tim. I was with a friend. 
Who? Tim. Not this Tim. Other Tim. Oh, that's random. Right. Awesome. Uh, who to move on? Oh, sorry. Trade Gorn. Who wrote um, that in? I, I did because I got a question about it. Uh, <laughs> the answer is no. The answer is no, you don't trade Gorn. What if? Okay. Let me just like run some numbers here. Okay. Never mind. All right. What was, uh, your, what was your dilemma? I thought that Tim English was cheaper than Gorn, but he's not. He's not. Right. Uh, can Brody go now? As we've discussed, yes, he could go now. Yeah, you... Great question, whoever sent that in. Yes. Uh, do Goey hold or trade? Another good question. Hmm. I actually haven't seen how he's been going. He scored a 70 odd. He, he's a trade. He's, a, he's definitely a trade for me. I yeah. mean, he's at 6.47, breaking him in 84. No chance he's, like, no guarantee he's going to hit that. Um, yeah. Got the buy this week. Yeah. He's a trade. Big trade. trade. Keys. Now, this was someone that was on my uh, thoughts about bringing in. So, with the upcoming run, is Ben Keys an option? I would. 813k, that's pretty cheap. It is pretty cheap. You Just know what he did early in the find season? Find the 100k. Find the 100k to get to live. That is a lot of money, though. I thought it was your pod, though. No. Yeah, but he can be the, the pig pod pod because he's that good. You've got he to can. find the money to get No, to he's not that good. He's that good at fantasy sometimes. He's not that good at football. Roy Laird. Sorry, I thought I talked about Van Keys. No, we're not talking about Van Keys. Talking about Roy Laird. Yeah, Roy Laird. Um, yeah, if, obviously, if you can get the money, ugh, I don't love Keys, but I do also somewhat like it because I think we know he can score 130s. Obviously, Laird is. He can do that, that though. Yeah, like when did Laird come in? Round six. I think yeah. a little bit early in that, but yeah, maybe. Round five, round four. Okay. I think you because he's priced at about that ninety mark. You need him to average one hundred and five. Laird came in round three. Yeah. Right. You need you need keys to average one hundred and five from here on for it to be worth it. Whereas for Laird, obviously you're not chasing necessarily chasing value there, but you're projecting one fifteens plus, and mm-hmm. I wouldn't nah, be surprised. If... I don't reckon you can get on keys. Yeah, I'm not huge on it either. But I do see merit if the run, in, if you the are run is nice. Yeah, but it depends whether you're going. If you think he's going to be a top ten midfielder, top yeah. twelve midfielder, which I don't think he will be. Yeah, even with that run, I agree. I agree. Uh, has Peatling's ship sailed? The answer for me is yes. The answer not- for me is yes as a score, no as a cash cow. If you need someone who's going to get you a bit of cash. Like as a as, like you were saying, you're not so keen on the stepping stone approach. If someone is kind of got that kind of manager, I can see it as an option. But yeah. if you're looking at a guy who's going to score you an eighty, he's not going to do that. I, just, I don't I mean, reckon he kicked three goals last three weeks. But I know he's that easy opponents, he won't do it. He's anyway. like he's five hundred k, but he also has the capability to not score a goal as most forwards do. I don't like it at all. I'm completely and utterly off. Peatling. And when people brought it up last week as like a trade from declining to him, I did not like it at all. I just think there's no point in bringing in a guy where you know he can score you 60s and you're paying 500k for it. I get that it's like for money, but at this point, I'd rather still be trying to earn, get those rooks to earn me the money. You still have a few, they're like Saligo, he's been pretty good. Uh, people have brought in, I mean, I have Butler, Judson Clark looks like a good one. McGuinness might come in. We didn't talk about that with um, Lucky Young out. Yeah, we did. did talk about that. Yeah. Oh, did we? Yeah. Uh, nice. There are others yeah, I nice. can't think of the top of my head. I mean, Haightley, I'd prefer you to pay up for a Haightley, even though I don't love that. It's it's just 500k is such an ugly spot. I like Haightley. I like him too. That's why I have him. But Maybe you guys should both marry him. Yeah, you're, just, you're just being weird now. Uh, maybe... A bit mature as well. Now, this one is... If you're going to go for Peatling and you like that idea, I do have someone in mind that I, I brought up that I would have mentioned last week. Oh, ah, yes. Archie I like, Perkins. I like, I like this. Now, his scores the last couple of weeks have been, eh, a 70 and an 80 or something, which is is not anything special, but... Nothing you're right over No, but the most exciting part is he was leading the CBAs for Essendon the last couple of games. And mm. with now Darcy Parrish likely to miss... 55. Another one we forgot to mention. Darcy Parrish got corked calf or something. Who was in charge of breaking news? Because they did I think a we, we all were in charge of it and we all missed obvious ones. But yes, 
Perkins for me. We got lazy on our one week off. Yeah, obviously. Uh, Perkins for me is one that if he can just start getting twenty three touches, nice little risk. He's. I'm pretty sure he's tackling and his marking stats aren't too bad. So if you're real, if you're keen on him and you kind of like him, I don't think his role's going to change. I think he's just going to stick as a forward. He could be cool. He could be a cool one to ride. My brother jumped on it. I've got a question for you. Yeah. So, would you rather go a Will Brody down to a Himmelberg mm-hmm. or a Dacos down to a Archie Perkins? Himmelberg. Himmelberg, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I, I would 100% be fine. Himmelberg's the number one option for an underpriced guy. 100%. There's, I think it's probably him, then I could argue Haightley... Does Mason Cox not exist or something? Mason Cox does exist and he's not relevant. Break even of yeah, 11. Break even of 11. What's his price? 400k. Was the seven player of the round. Scored 101. Looked to be goated in his 2018 finals form type thing. I have a question for you. This is my proposed trades for the week. And they're weird trades. Don't get me wrong. I'll, I'll propose it as a scenario that more people can relate to. Would you rather go this week? Would you rather go, say you have a Zorko or a, I don't know, someone else who's out and they're going to miss a few weeks, say a Chera, someone like that. Would you rather go, so injured premium, rookie, rookie, mm-hmm. to three mid-price guys, i.e. Himmelberg, Perkins, someone else, I'm missing Bailey Williams, someone, something like that, should you find them to be value? Or would you rather go, Himmelberg, premium rookie. Himmelberg, premium rookie. Three mid-prices is way too much risk to take. Yeah, it's it's obviously a huge risk, and I 100% agree. I am not... I've told, I mentioned this to you earlier. I would not be doing that at all. But you obviously know that... Himmelberg, I believe in, right? And if you're going to do Haightley, I also believe in him. For the third guy, that's a little more interesting because I don't fully trust Williams, I don't trust uh, Peatling, and I don't fully trust Perkins either. It's, it's, a, it's a big risk, but I have... Two rookies on the field after my trades if I do a premium and a rookie. And having that one rookie would be really nice. Yeah, but the thing is, Archie Perkins could very much score like a rookie. He could. But I don't the, think that's, he that's, that's That's the risk. I, I don't think he's going to be like 110s. But I think he, he'll push 90s at points in this I, season. That's, yeah, that's the whole point of a mid-price. For you know, a 500k could, guy. I mean, Will Brody, we could have, like, should he not have had the role he has, he could have gone and scored like a rookie. He scored 50, playing as a forward. Yeah, well... Yeah, no. I wouldn't do it at all, but if you are very keen on the three guys you're bringing in... I'm not very keen on it whatsoever, but it's just a, it's just something I'm throwing out there as, you know, a Monday kind of... unsure Tuesday. of what you're doing. It feels like a Monday. It does feel like a but Monday. But it is Tuesday. It is Tuesday. You're yeah. so on top of it today, Tim. Seriously. I know. Thanks. Because <laughs> yesterday was Monday. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Grow on that, seriously. Uh, yeah, it's a no for me, yeah. but... No, I understand that. I don't know. Maybe it's a maybe it's one of those things that it's a yes. Do it traditional fantasy is probably going to say no, but the three guys you really like and you believe in them. Traditional fantasy. Imagine if we started our team with traditional fantasy teams that didn't take a risk. Yeah, that is true. That is true. I guess if you if you're gonna make if you don't want to go sit around the six thousand mark like I am, maybe take a risk. Yeah, I've got a question which another person sent in. Can you trade Tom Mitchell? No, trade him. Trade. Uh, he played Freer, which is like one of the hardest teams to score against. Is no, he... you're not trading him, but you're not. You're not getting him. But you're not. You're not, you're not completely saying no. You're what? You're waiting. Yeah. Waiting for what? What are you waiting for? He scored one ten last week. Mason Cox scored a one hundred one. All right, mate. Well, the point is, he's still got the potential to score very well. Sorry, we're a bit, a bit too boring for you, Alistair. No, I'm just having a yawn because I'm tired, mate. You're so antagonistic today, Tim. It's the week. It's the week off. It's riled you up too much. It has riled me up. When you when you get a round rank of twenty eight k, you're a bit riled up. Yeah, no, that's alright. Oh, right. well, what about when you have twenty nine k rank? Nah, you're over the moon, man. <laughs> Don't get me started. Isn't that better? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, it's higher. Yeah, it's higher. Yeah, it's higher. That's what you want. Right? The higher the rank, the better. We're not playing it's like, golf over here. It's like here. golf. Yeah, I was gonna say what? That's being sarcastic. It's the opposite of golf. No, it's not because you don't want to. You don't want to. And that is rank. it for the pig pod this week. No, but you want a lower score in, in golf. Yeah, but you want a lower rank as well because okay, level one rank. Get, All right, get your head in the game, mate. Seriously. No, get your head in the game. What are you talking? But about? Anyway, yeah, we'll be back next week on a less argumentative episode of the pig pod, where we discuss how my three mid prices all scored very well.
Doubt oh it. wow! Doubt it. No, I'm I will be back it. on top next week. No, you won't. I'm having a big one. You don't have Tim English. You don't have the number one captain option in your team. Oh, he's going to get injured. Can't predict injuries. Well, that's just that's just. But he's not the number one captain option, is he? Yeah. If he's he is the number one captain in option, but I, but, but if I he's going to get away all my secrets, <laughs> no, <I'm kidding. laughs> nah, he'll be great. He'll be great. But I just got more better players. No, you don't. Right. No, don't. Okay. All right. That yeah. is it for us. We'll see you later. Uh, make sure to go hit us up on Twitter at uh, at pig, pig pod Spenny. at pigpod ace at pigpod goey or you can tweet at the pigpod yeah. official pigpod account which is wow. at pig underscore pod where we post some amazing content about soccer yeah and accidentally retweet the wrong things on the wrong account which is one of the specialists apparently but yeah that's us and we'll see you next week <laughs>